together at the table. What an incredible journey it's been sitting down with these remarkable souls from Integrity Music scattered across the globe. These aren't just artists, they're our friends, our companions in the tapestry of life. Their stories woven into the fabric of our conversations have stirred my soul, illuminating the depth of faith and the incredible beauty of shared humanity. And now as we are in the heart of the holiday season of Thanksgiving and the joyous melodies of Christmas, our podcast family is transforming into a special gathering where everyone has a part to play. Imagine, if you will, our table adorned with the colours of gratitude and the twinkling lights of shared hope. We want to know what does this season mean to our cherished guests? What traditions do they lovingly uphold? And what dishes find their place on their table? Let's together explore the cherished traditions and the dreams that dance in their hearts. Picture Jesus, the ultimate guest of honour at the head of our table as we sit down with incredible individuals like Zach Bolan, Tim Timmons, Gilbert Nanlohi, Andrew Asenga, Todd Smith, Sarah Kroger, Stu G, Jack Mooring, Dwan Hill, Travis Ryan, and more. And through their candid sharing, we're being invited into their sacred spaces of joy, sorrow, fear, and faith. Together at the Table is a haven, not just a podcast. It's where love spills over where sharing is a sacred act and learning is a melody that echoes through every episode. Our table isn't exclusive. It's a sanctuary without judgment, open to anyone and everyone. Each story is a gift from above, woven into the larger story of our shared faith. So welcome, dear friends, to our reflective Thanksgiving and Christmas episode. Here at Together at the Table, we believe every heart has a place every story a melody, and every question is a sacred note. Jesus is with us at this table, a celebration of warmth, unity, and the extraordinary blessing that unfolds when we gather, share, and listen. I'm Andrew Phillips wishing you a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. Sarah, as we get close to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day. Um, My favorite. Oh, excellent. That's good to know. <laughs> so, But a Thanksgiving table, how important is that to you and your family? Mm, oh my gosh. Thanksgiving is probably one of the most important holidays in our family. Um, my parents actually, not to go deep fast, but my parents got divorced when I was 10. And so a lot of like the traditions of Thanksgiving and Christmas became crucial for my family to feel like a family unit and to feel normal. And so gathering with my cousins and my extended family around th- the Thanksgiving table, it was just, it, it made life feel normal, even when life wasn't normal, if that makes sense. It was like this respite from the chaos and just a time where we got to get together and eat our absolute favorite foods and uh, share what we're thankful for, you know? So it was really important in our life. You raised a massive point there mm. that sometimes our families can be dysfunctional, they can yeah. be hurting, yeah. but yet we should still be thankful. Mm. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think um, gratitude is one of the greatest gifts in our life. It doesn't always mean that everything's great or that uh, everything's going to be great. But for me, I think... Actually, it's a tool that I've really utilized a lot, especially in my adulthood, um, that has kind of been something that shifts my perspective. Again, not to say that suffering isn't real and doesn't exist and, and, and gratitude shifts you away and turns you away from that. It's, it's not like it is ignoring the suffering or the pain that's there. 
but it teaches you how to dig for the gold that's still mm. in life, for me at least. Mm. Um, so it's been a great gift for me to be able to still be grateful for things when I'm in the midst of darkness. Mm. Yeah. And and Thanksgiving obviously proceeds up to the Christmas yeah. season as well. So mm-hmm. is is one more important to you than the other? Or mm. or do they both work in their own ways? I think they're both important in their own ways, but I mean obviously Christmas is uh is pretty important because of celebrating the incarnation, you know, <laughs> kind of one of the biggest moments in human history of Jesus, you know, becoming man. So I think that that's a really important holiday in general, but uh, I think both really have a lot of significance in my family, for sure. Have you got any traditions you're trying to bring in now to your, because mm. you're married now and and yeah. starting a, a new family life um, yeah. together, are there traditions you're bringing mm. to the Christmas time? There's a lot. One One that we started, though, that's kind of a newer tradition when we first got married was we always have a Christmas celebration at our house, just the two of us kind of early, on earlier than Christmas happens than, you know, when we're gathered with the rest of the family. We always basically pretend Christmas um, a few days earlier so that we can be in our house and, like, experience opening our presents under the tree and having hot cocoa and going for a walk around the neighborhood and seeing the lights and all the things. Like, basically just doing what I did as a kid, but making sure that we do it as a married couple in our own home. And so hopefully when we have our own kids, we'll still do the same. We'll we'll have our own Christmas in our own home, but then celebrate with the rest of the family. So. And because worship is still very much a big part of your ministry and yeah. what you do, do you see the Christmas carols as kind of worship? Mm, definitely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I Some of my favorite hymns as well are Christmas hymns. They are so jam-packed with beautiful theology and just kind of carrying all of the uh, emotion and uh, experience of humanity and life in them, like they're kind of infused with all of this richness. I don't, I don't know why it is particularly at Christmas, but I love Christmas, like singing Christmas carols and hymns and all of that. Um, and I also think there's something really special and profound about singing a song that you've sung since you were a kid every single year, and it reminding you of the history of your life with God, but also your life with your family and your friends and how far you've come and and the story that God's kind of woven through your life after all of these Christmases, you know, lived. So I think there's something really profound about that too. Hmm. Sarah, I'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. May both those tables be wonderful for you. Thank you. You too. Zach Barlin, I'd like to talk with you about Thanksgiving Day. Uh, how special is that to you and your family and, and some of the memories you have with Thanksgiving Day? You know, it's it's funny because in many ways, I feel like Thanksgiving is more Christmas holiday. Hmm. Some people will want to hurt me for saying that. But I feel like it's sort of pre-Christmas. And I love it because it sort of kicks off this whole season of togetherness and just the way that it does open up people a bit more to just being around other mm-hmm. each other. And so for us, Thanksgiving is so special. We love to just obviously make a lot of great food, but it's such a, I, I think what I love about it is, no, I love going to different Thanksgivings too. We've gone to a lot of different ones over the years because of family and you know, where different family lives. But there's nothing like hosting your own and uh, being able to kind of set the itinerary, if you will. And there's something really special about trying to lead people through conversation of gratitude without it feeling like a formality. Mm. And I really love when that naturally happens. And gosh, it's such a good meal. I love it. Yeah. Lots of memories, special memories for you? Yeah, a lot of memories. I mean, I growing up, we would go, you know, because my dad died when I was young, 
um, it just meant that there was just different family gatherings. So there wasn't like one family gathering we would go to anymore. There, there was at one point. So I have these memories of going to all the different grandparents' houses and doing that. And um, yeah, just even seeing the difference of like my grandmother, my dad's mom, the way that she would sort of orchestrate Thanksgiving meal. And then my mom's mom, the way that she would orchestrate all that. Um, and my grandfather, my mom's dad, he was, he owned diners and restaurants and the way that he would kind of speak to all that too. So I, I, I did love that about the way that we just, I enjoyed the different varieties of, of meals that you come to sit down. Cause it, it, it inevitably, you wouldn't think it, but because of the different foods, it definitely creates different conversations and mm. there's jokes and there's things being made fun of. And there's things that people are just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I have a lot of those memories. I have memories too of even in college when I was, you know, figuring out a lot in life, still am, um, but definitely trying to figure out a lot and going with friends to their, you know, going back with their family to Thanksgiving. And uh, I have a great memory of, I think it was when I was 19, going with some friends to their grandparents' place and just being there and being a part of that and seeing that and the way that they celebrated Thanksgiving. I, I just... I feel like it's probably one of the few times a year where you get this really beautiful window. And a lot of times, it's probably one of the few times of the year where people are pretty open to, yeah, sure, invite your friends. Yeah, it's a good tradition. Yeah, so. yeah. I do think it is a good yeah. tradition. And and that's why, to me, it feels so much more like a Christmas, sort of pre-Christmas holiday, because it, it, I mean, we're going to keep saying it, but it just, it sets the table, if you will, for what is to come which is this month of, of I, I think, a, a lot of genuine joy mm. and uh, a willingness to just kind of put things aside for a little bit, you know? Um, I really... If only we could keep it after the dates. I know. We, were, we wrote a song about it a few years ago. Tell me about it. Tell me about <laughs> we it. We wrote a song called One More Night of Christmas, mm. and it was just about how if the whole world is so willing to just pause and put these things aside. Well, let's just, can we just have one more night? And then one more night after that, one more night after that. Because it does, I think the anticipation uh, and the hope that it gives people is inherently in us. Whether you've heard of God, the, the saving God, this God that's a maker of everything, that is the maker of everything. It gives you this sense of hope that there must be something more. There must be a reason why I want to reconcile. What? Do, why? You know? Why do I care so much about having these people together that I, the rest of the year, kind of really struggle to get along with? And people can call that whatever they want, but I just think that's like the Holy Spirit of God, just everywhere, all around us, and reminding us that, reminding us of what it is that we really want which is I, I, what I think is just to be reconciled. And for those of us who know the good news, of course, Christmas is amazing. For those who don't, it's a completely different time, I guess. But Right. You know. Yeah. So there's all sorts of different ways we come to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there is. I mean, it's interesting because I have people that I really care about that have been in my life for most of my life that they um, – yeah, Christmas isn't the same – for them as it is for me. Like for me, it really is a time of a lot of fun hmm. and a lot of just, yeah, remembering this beautiful gift that is Christ in the world, but then also thinking about the tension of what we're waiting for, this completion of, you know, in, of there being an end to suffering and pain and the, diff the different things we, we carry. But then for someone, you know, these other people that are in my life, you know, like Christmas to them was, I don't really care. They don't really care. And I think for them, it's because um, along the way, they decided that um, the version of Jesus that they were given wasn't one that was worth really putting a lot of hope in. Hmm. And I don't disagree with them. Because I think the version of Jesus that they were given was quite... Um, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and 
I don't think a that that's that that version is one worth having a whole season of celebration for. So I I love that. Again, when you're the host, you can bring people into something, and maybe just maybe you expand their imagination a little bit more, or give them a sense of what could be and the real meaning of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Zach, I'd like to wish you happy Thanksgiving and. A Merry Christmas. <laughs> and the same to you, Andrew. Bless you. Thank you. Gilbert, as we head towards Thanksgiving, um, how special is that to you yeah, as a family table uh, to you? Well, it's very unique. I'm Indonesian, Southeast Asian, living in America. I've spent time to ca- in Canada. And um, we grew up in a multicultural church where it's not, you know, yes, many are Americans. But, you know, I just remember from the age of maybe eight when I, I, we started living in America till about 17, we've never celebrated Thanksgiving only as a family of four. It's always been, there's always been people. Um, sometimes it's even a church retreat for students who can't go home to uh, to their families or, you know, or, or international um, communities not really knowing what Thanksgiving is for Americans. So, yeah, there are turkeys, but maybe there's fried rice and bok choy and heart and sour soup or Indonesian um, satay, you know, <laughs> maybe there's um, all kinds of food that's not particularly American. And then when I lived in Canada, well, Thanksgiving's in October and not November. So I felt like, oh, <laughs> uh, all my friends are <laughs> celebrating a month later <laughs> for totally different reasons mm-hmm. than the po- pl- pilgrims and all that stuff. But the, the life um, um, posture of gratitude is such an important part of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to be a grateful person at all times. And, uh, and when I sit down on a table, table with my family and friends, how can you not be gra- grateful? Yeah. So, and when there's good food, come on, <laughs> that's even better. Absolutely. Have you got any plans for this particular Thanksgiving? Mm, not really. <laughs> I'll probably go to Noah's house and... And her and Fraser have a new baby by then, probably, and so we'll 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 have we'll have turkey or no, she can't because um, she's vegan. So yeah, let's move to Christmas then. <laughs> is Christmas got anything special for you? Um, is that is that a big family family yeah. time for you? Well, I live in Nashville. My family's in Denver, Colorado, so I'll probably be with my family, mm. serving their church and helping as much as I as possible uh, we don't really have christmas until after december 26 as a family so you know um it, my family's a um small but mighty uh you know church church family like a pastor's family so we 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 make things happen for other people first and then and then maybe get away snowboard in the mountains and then uh and then uh and then be more tired than ever and then sleep for a couple of days yeah Stoogie now being the international man that you are you you have Thanksgiving (laughs) and you also have Christmas tell us about your thoughts about Thanksgiving first yeah you know Thanksgiving is still kind of a new holiday for us uh us G's and um but we we love it because we love any chance to like have meals and hang out with people so um uh i think any opportunity to uh get together and like vocalize the things that you are thankful for is amazing and obviously top of the list is is family and so whenever we you know get together and have a chance to hang out with family and friends it's good. It's still a new holiday to us. So we still think about Christmas as like the main event um, coming from the UK, um, even though we're all American citizens now. Uh, you know, we love Thanksgiving and we're very thankful for everything, uh, but we still 
really enjoy Christmas and we would still celebrate on Christmas Day and Boxing Day as well as uh, just the, you know, Christmas Day. So it's just great times for gift giving and uh, and being with family. And being the musician uh, that you are, are there songs that really resonate for you at those times of the year? Well, um, yes. So uh, it's it's mainly to do with Christmas. So, uh, you know, I get a chance to tour with Michael W. and with Amy Grant on their Christmas tours. And um, so uh, some of those songs, I mean, I have to start practicing them in October because... Uh, you know, I'm not really a jazz player, but, uh, you know, some of those are really kind of big band swing jazz numbers, lots of 13ths and 9ths and flat fives and what have you. So it's challenging. But, you know, some of the uh, songs like uh, Most Wonderful Time of the Year, like, they really mean a lot because I get to play them every night. So, uh, yeah. And is all your family going to be with you for Thanksgiving uh, and for Christmas? Um so we we always say to our our kids like you don't have to you know come to us and so sometimes they'll, they'll do Thanksgiving with other relatives or what have you but then Christmas time they normally come to us and they'll be staying over in our house and you know it's great seeing the grandkids on Christmas morning opening their presents and stuff like that so um, we we always say you know you don't have to uh, but they normally end up coming to our house for Christmas. Well, Stoogie, I'd like to wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, Andrew, and same to you. Todd, if we look at Thanksgiving, which is a big moment, it precedes Christmas. Is that a special moment for your family? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, it's funny you say that because my wife, um, I love history, uh, ancient history, um, American history, just any anything. World War II, I'm actually fascinated, fascinated by too. But um, it, it had always been observed, but it wasn't a national holiday or a time of remembrance. And so it was during the Civil War. You know, here you have America, the North and the South, who are splitting uh, over slavery, over states' rights, over just so many different things. And uh, it got to the point almost where Abraham Lincoln, some, some scholars have said like his faith actually became more real as the war went on, as he, you know, how do I do this? You know, how do I lead? And so he asked for a time of prayer, uh, a time of remembrance, it might have even been a time of fasting, but it was really a time of prayer that it would be the fourth Thursday of the month in November. And it was basically to just call us back to uh, to God and to humble ourselves before him. And so I have a plaque of a hymn that my wife got me that was the hymn for Thanksgiving. I'm forgetting what it's called, but it is actually the song that was written for the nation. Um, But the purpose was not only to remember where the pilgrims came and Native Americans and they, they joined together, but by this point, it was a healing for the land because it had been broken. And so um, uh, from a historical standpoint, that's what it is. I always look forward to, if I'm doing Thanksgiving, I'm going to make my um, uh, potato casserole, which is uh, super easy, but it looks like I'm a chef, you know, because it's just so good and a uh, very easy thing to make. Um, but there's that, there's always turkey, uh, there's always ham, there's always um, my mom's apple and pumpkin pies are unbelievable and chocolate pies um, those are a, a requirement and the secrets in the crust um, it's really about the crust um, and then um, football uh, I love football um, unfortunately although this year it might be really good so traditionally the Detroit Lions used to dominate before there was the NFL there was just the um, I don't know I, I forget what it was called before they the NF NF the National Football League and the American Football League joined together they were they were kind of separate the Lions used to dominate so we always played on Thanksgiving but for the last 40 years we've been awful and so we always lose but they're supposed to be really good this year so we watch you know all the football games and then as a family we don't do this as much now but we used to play a football game at the end of the night um uh but that was always 
Um, even with a lot of friends who might be coming into town, you know, if they're coming to visit, we'd be like, hey, come during Thanksgiving and we'll all get together. And so my best friend who I've known since uh, fourth grade, um, when I was, I had a year of furlough here in the States. And so I met him there, but we became best friends my senior year of high school and have remained. And so he'll, uh, he'll come in. Um, but yeah, a lot of great tradition, a lot of great times together. Could you just share with us, um, Todd, about the Christmas table in your family and uh, the things that matter at that time for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, the big thing is just being together. So um, Christmas Eve, um, my mother-in-law is at an assisted living uh, place, and she doesn't necessarily care to go out. Um, so like, you know, we've obviously invited her to be at our house, but she really loves where she's at and she's kind of the star of, of the place where she is, but we'll go and have lunch with her. And then we go up to her apartment and she goes nuts with the Christmas presents. And so, um, but it's, it's just having that time together and seeing my girls just love on her and seeing Angie, you know, connected with her mom and having that time it's just very special and it's fun you know and then we um come home and then we have um uh, the, we still have the girls go to sleep and then we put stuff out you know in the in the morning and um they wake up still super excited even though they're in their 20s and or 13 to 20 uh, and then we'll open presents and then um later on uh that afternoon we'll go to my family so my brother lives about 30 minutes south of uh, nashville and so all the family typically goes to his place. And then, it, you know, it's just having conversation, you know, just catching up with each other. Sometimes you haven't seen each other in three months, you know, and, and it's just one of those, it's one of those things where, you know, Hey, coming back at this time, we're all going to be together. We're all going to share a meal together and I'm going to catch up and see you face to face and what's going on, you know, in your life. It's a big table, I guess. It's a big table. Yes. Todd, I'd like to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas and may your table always be blessed. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, Andrew. Dwan, if I could just talk to you about Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and how special that is to you uh, in your family uh, and your life, how what what are some of the the thoughts you have on that? It's my favorite holiday. I like it better than Christmas, and here's why: um, Christmas has all the pressure of gifts and shopping and decorating. Thanksgiving is just nap and food, man. It's just chill, have a good time, enjoy your family. Um, so I prefer, I prefer Thanksgiving, but it, obviously it's a time to be grateful for what God has done. And, um, it reminds us that without God, we wouldn't have anything. Um, uh, this year in particular, both of my sets of parents, so my parents and my wife's parents live within an hour of us, one 10 minutes, one 45 minutes. And so, um, I'm just really grateful that I'm close to my family this year and I don't have to travel to see anybody. I can stay right in my house and have a good time or go go over the river and through the woods to grandma's house and still get back home that night. So I'm really grateful for Thanksgiving. And um, some of the favorite food that you like at Thanksgiving? Oh, man. Now, that's a dangerous question because I've actually been, I've been talking the past couple of days about the food that I do not want. I do not want dry turkey. I just don't. I just, I think I, tradition says do it. I'm just going to buck the tradition this year. I'm just going to say, if it's dry, I'm not eating it. Um, also, this is not what you asked me, what I don't like, but casseroles. I don't understand the, the casserole thing, man. Especially casseroles that have like a mixture of all the things. Casseroles kind of seem like a cheat code to me. Like you dump everything in one casserole dish and it becomes a dish. I just don't think that's very high culinary art. <laughs> so, I made a lot of people mad with that, but um, it's a running joke in my family. My my brother's wife and my wife love green bean casserole, and I just do not like green bean casserole. So I'm sure there'll be a version of that at the table that I also will thankfully pass up. But favorite would be candy yams, sweet potatoes, whichever you call those, um, and rice and gravy. I love gravy on some rice. 
and yeast rolls. I love yeast rolls. And I guarantee in your family there'd be a lot of singing going on at Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. There's always a, there's always a post meal something after the nap. Yeah, for sure, mm. for sure. If we move to Christmas, which um, is another very special time in in, in the calendar, mm-hmm. uh, any special memories or traditions that you like to hold on to? Yeah, I remember one Christmas, uh, I asked my parents for this brand new keyboard that I just had to have to be a keyboard player. I just, it was just, and I knew it was expensive and I knew, you know, I probably may or may not get it, but I asked for it anyway. And that morning, my parents sat all the other gifts under the tree. And so I was opening them up, no keyboard size box, no keyboard, nothing. And I got in a bad attitude, man. I was just like, I didn't get my keyboard. I got really sad. And my parents were kind of smirking and they said, have you looked behind the couch? And I looked behind the couch and the brand new keyboard was sitting there. And so classic parent move. Um, so that's one of my favorite Christmas memories. Um, now it's the opposite. My 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 now seven, almost five-year-old are asking for gifts in July for Christmas. They, they just know. They just know the buttons. So we try to we try to give away a lot of toys before Christmas so that when... All the grandparents, aunts and uncles, all the folks give, and us, give them more toys. Uh, Our house won't be full of wrapping paper and all the things. But um, most of all, man, you know, again, Christmas is a reminder of who who Jesus is and um, what he means to us. And um, this year and recently, we've been doing Joshua's Tree with the kids, where we go through a story a day about um, what Advent means and the meaning of of. Jesus coming to this earth. So that's been a really great reminder for me with my kids. If I want them to respect Christmas, then I need to highlight why we celebrate it more than the actual celebration itself. Mm. And I'd have to ask you of the songs at Christmas, are there any that really mean a lot to you at yeah, that time? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you're not going to expect this, but I love NSYNC's Merry Christmas. It's a great song, man. I don't know why I love that song, but it's catchy, hooky, and it's great. Nothing about Jesus, but I like it. Um, Of course, all the classic hymns I love. um, I love all the old uh, Bing Crosby songs. They're so great. Um, This year, I actually wrote a song with my friend Matt Marr that's coming out um, this Friday. Um, And it's called Go Tell It. It's an adaptation of uh, Go Tell on the Mountain. And uh, it's featured in the choir room, actually, Matt Marr in the choir room. And um, actually, also, my church is putting out an Advent EP with a few original songs and a couple classics. So this year, we kind of got in the Christmas spirit, man. We, we're putting out some music. So Crosspoint Church has a has an EP coming out. And then Matt Marr in the choir room have a song coming out, if you might want to check those out. Well, Dwan Hill, I'd like to wish you um, a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. and, a, and a very Merry Christmas to you and all your family and friends. You too. Hey, what do y'all do for Thanksgiving? Well, we don't do it here in the UK. That's what I would want. That's what I thought. I, I, I like the sound of it, and <laughs> I, I'd like to introduce it somehow. I'll work on it. <laughs> okay, man. I'll, I'll ship you a, a, a casserole. <laughs> Please do. Uh, this green beans thing, I'm going to do some research on it. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I'll ship it to you. You can, you can let me know whether or not you agree or disagree with my judgment. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too, man. Merry Christmas. Hi, Andrew Phillips here. The music featured in today's episode showcases songs from the brand new lo-fi Christmas record titled Still Christmas from Special Music, featuring Christmas classics like O Little Town of Bethlehem, Jingle Bells, and Silent Night. This album brings you the warmth of all your holiday favorites in a new lo-fi sound as you ring in the Christmas season. Fill your home with the sounds of Still Christmas, and listen wherever you stream music. Now back to the podcast. Andrew, I wonder if you would kindly tell us a little bit about Thanksgiving Day for you and your family and some traditions and what you're looking forward to this particular Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, um, I grew up uh, in a family that uh, were maybe not the greatest cooks. Um, They would gather as a family... And, um, (laughs) but 
it, it was never the thing that I had dreamed of or that all my friends would come and talk about the next week at school. Um, and so I remember one year when my brother and I snuck out and went to Burger King at like three o'clock because we were so <laughs> hungry. We were like, everyone's talking about this great food. We've not had any. And I realized I'm talking to a guy who's probably never had a lot of Thanksgiving dinners. But yeah, um, uh, yeah but then I married into a, a Southern family. And um, the game has changed, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, being married to some... Uh, oh, married to one person, but who is a part of a family in uh, North Carolina where the food is real. Right. And... Um, uh, the game is on and it's pretty fantastic. So I'm just excited to, uh, I'm excited about the new traditions. <laughs> Have you got some good plans for this uh, particular Thanksgiving coming up? You already sort of sorted them out. Uh, you know what? My daughter will come home from college for oh, the first time from her first, first year of college. So I don't care what we eat, man. I'll eat potato chips all day. I just want to, uh, get to be with my whole family together. Yeah. Sweet. Does the Thanksgiving part, do you really resonate with that? Do you get that? Do you understand that? Um, I mean, a little. I suppose it's more just time to gather. What For me, what Thanksgiving is, because of where it sits and because I maybe am not the most uh, patriotic guy, I guess, mm -hmm. to me, it's more that it kicks off the Christmas season. Right. And especially as I've uh, as I've been digging more into Anglicanism and, and understanding more sort of the rhythms of the church calendar over the last five, ten years, like um, the beginning of Advent is really what that is. And that that is such a beautiful season of waiting for the gift of Christ to come. And so uh, Thanksgiving is like almost more like a little a little precursor, a little teaser um, to Christ coming. And that's that's what has that has really become in the last few years. Hmm. So jumping to Christmas. Yeah. Oh man, Christmas is great. Are you excited? Yeah. All my kids will be home <laughs> and I won't be working and uh we'll get to hang out and um eat some good food and just be together. And, uh, yeah, used to be, you know, it used to be when you're a kid, like you want, you dream about great gifts. And now it's like, ah, oh, the gift is just getting to be with my people. Um, and not be in a hurry. Mm -hmm. That's all I want. That's yeah. all I, that's all I want. So. And because you love hymns and songs, do you, any special particular songs at this time of year that, that really resonate with you? Oh man, I love, I, I, uh, there's a lot of great songs, man. Um, I don't know that there's a w w one Christmas song that really sticks out. Honestly, it's not a sacred song, but I think Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is just one of the best written songs. Um, but you know what song shocks me every year? It's that Mariah Carey song. Oh, yeah. And obviously it's like, it's the big, you hear it everywhere, and it's an earworm. But like as a songwriter... The things that they do in that song from a chord structure standpoint and melodic standpoint, that song is bananas. Like that song makes no sense. It should not work. And it is so much more intricate and clever than you would ever imagine. I mean, I spend my lifetime with songs and great songwriters and nobody has ever turned in a song that psychotic. And it's wonderful. It so is I, wonderful. I'm a big fan of that song. Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, Andrew, I'd like to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. Uh, you too. Thank you. Jack Mooring, I'd like to talk to you about Thanksgiving, which is coming, and it's a big moment in the calendar. Yes. How special is it to you and your family? It is. We were just talking about this the other, the other day. Um, I love Thanksgiving, and uh, I love it because it's a table holiday. Yep. You know, it really is. You you sit down and you eat, and and you uh, get gather family together. And my family, we love it. Um, we. Uh, we we love to sing on Thanksgiving, so we'll just sing for hours. I mean, because we're a very musical family, so that, that that's our way of uh, of eating and singing. And I'm so looking forward to it uh, because now you know families are getting more dispersed and all over the place. Yeah, it's true for us too. We live in different places, and so it is just such an amazing time to remember. Like, yeah, there's just more important things than the things we stress out about, and uh, we only have so much time with our family. So enjoy it. Absolutely. You got some special plans this year? Yeah, yeah. Uh so we are uh we're going to Texas 
to uh, to my family, we uh, switch back and forth like a Nashville Thanksgiving and Texas Thanksgiving. So. Uh, this is there year. a difference between the Texas and well, yeah, and exactly. Well, uh, some slight. The only difference is my mom's pie, uh, right. uh, um, and but we do Thanksgiving with my in laws here, and uh, which is great. It's fantastic. And then uh, in Texas with my family, hmm. and so. But yeah, I, I do miss my mom's pie uh, just because it's hers. You know, what kind not, of pie? nothing like it. Oh, she cooks chocolate pie. Yeah, with like this, like meringue on top and coconut pie uh, it's it's it'll change your life you need to come to texas to have her pie she'll cook it for you. she's if like that, andrew i'll cook you pie if that's an invitation i'm coming come uh, if you were to sum up thanksgiving what does it mean do you think mm. i i i think uh it means to just slow down and and notice um you know gr- gratitude gratitude's impossible without stopping and noticing. That's really where, where all gratitude starts. Um, we're so distracted, we don't notice. You know, We have these amazing things surrounding us. Every person, no matter what you're going through, you have something to thank God for and to be thankful for. So it's just, it forces you to stop mm. and say thank you. Good way to look at it. And Christmas, of course, will come soon after that. Yes. And is that a big moment for your family? Oh, it really is. Uh, uh, so we have... My in-laws have a lot of grandkids. It's like 17 grandkids on my wife's side. And we, uh, so Christmas is big big and loud and celebration and it's so fun. And music and singing. A lot of music. Yes, a lot of music. Is there a carol that really works for you or a song maybe? Have you written a song that you think is is a good one to sing at Christmas? Okay, well, well, joy, and this is my opinion, Joy to the World is one of the greatest worship songs ever written. Mm. Uh, the, the lyric is one of the best lyrics ever written, uh, as, as just a hymn. So, um, I actually slow it down just so I can en- enjoy the, when I sing it to myself, I'm joy to the world. Mm. Cause so I can like think about what the lyrics are saying. Cause it's a profound yeah. idea he's saying in that song. Yeah. You talked to earlier about culture, uh, in the sense that the world is a lost culture at the mm-hmm. moment. And do you believe that Christmas is a, a time where we can maybe heal a bit of that culture? Yes. Well, that's just amazing how just the the instinct for pretty much anybody, no matter what their where their faith is or whether they're, they're sort of non-religious or not, we all kind of agree that Chris, Christmas is a time to care for one another, to forgive. Um, and that's not by chance, right? Because the 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 one for whom Christmas is centered around, uh, that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to forgive one another, to love one another, to serve one another. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I, I I think I think Christmas is more important than it's ever been for our culture because we live in such a polarized time where everyone fights about everything. And it's like it, it's those moments, those safe moments where we can all kind of put our yeah. weapons down and just, let's just love one another, you know? Yeah. And why just forgive for one day? Why not try for 365? Right. It's exactly right. It reminds me of the armistice soccer game that happened. Uh, oh, uh, the, uh, I can't remember exactly what they called, but when in World War One. I. I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. The English and the, the French, uh, yeah, they, they, they played a game of football, hmm. um, together and, and <laughs> then went back to the trenches. It's like, it's crazy, but it, it's, it's our chance to, to come together and, and and hopefully we can make that keep that heart. So that's <laughs> your Christmas. hope. That's your hope for this Christmas. Yeah, for unity. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Jack Mooring, happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas. Yes, to you too. Tim, as we get close to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Can you tell me about Thanksgiving? How, how does it work for you and your family and how special is it for you? Yeah. Um, it's special for a lot of reasons. I mean, I, I, we love and are thankful for where we live. Um, it does feel like a forced thankfulness moment when our hope is that that's a year-round practice. Uh, yet, I think it just, especially being a dad, it 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 makes a place where your teenagers 
are like, okay, I guess, because, you know, the normal answer is, hey, how's your day? Fine. You know, you, we get that. So uh, Thanksgiving's nice because we have everybody always share um, affirmations and we also do things we're grateful for. So, I mean, it's pretty cliche, but what a beautiful thing to make a posture of our lives and to practice it at those points. Hmm. And really, we get good... Really, we get good at what we practice, and uh, we've tried to make that something that is like a normal practice in our house is gratitude for things. So that's a question we ask often at meals. And this particular Thanksgiving, will there be a lot of people gathering at your place, or do you go somewhere else? Uh, we will have family in, some family here. Um, sometimes we have our California family out here. Sometimes we go out there. Um, this time, we'll have half of our family out here, and um, yeah. It'll be great. So if you were to describe your Thanksgiving table, what is it? Uh, some years it's open because there are so many vagabonds and people that are not from here that don't have family. So some years it's just, gosh, you need a place? Come on. Mm. So that's really fun. Those are some of my favorite tables, actually. Mm. Um, and then I'm not a traditional guy with a turkey. Everybody else around me is. So I, like, one year made mole and some wonderful... Mexican delight, but I've been outvoted. So that's, I'm just, you know, I don't get excited about the, the meal. Tim, let's talk about Christmas okay. and the Christmas table. Okay. How does your family approach it? How do you approach it? And then maybe talk about what you want to do this particular Christmas. Yeah. Uh, how do we approach Christmas? Well, um, we make the kids just get us gifts. That's great. Um, we just don't believe in, in the presence. I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, yeah, we, we do all those things. Uh, I mean, a tradition is just being together. We love being together. Um, we have our family, some of our family come in for that. Um, I think one of the things I love most is trying to help my kids be curious about and myself be curious about. Christmas in and of itself. So even the idea of Merry Christmas, uh, the word Merry, um, I always thought just meant happy. And yet Robin Hood and his merry men <laughs> wasn't like Robin Hood and his happy-go-lucky little buddies. Mm. Uh, merry actually in the old English meant mighty or powerful. Wow. And so I, I just, I love words. And so in our family, sometimes we like to just say, okay, so every time we hear Merry Christmas, what if it actually means, and always in a question form, um, what if it means mighty and powerful Christmas? Like what what could that, what could that look like? Hmm. Why would it be a mighty or a powerful Christmas? So I love little words. And I love finding the actual meanings of them, like blessing. Christians, we all think it means a financial thing, which is not biblical at all. So I love seeing those and going, ooh, what's the bigger story behind blessing or Mary? So this Christmas, um, I hope we just see it as a more mighty and powerful Christmas than we did last year. Tim, I'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a merry, mighty Christmas. Mighty Christmas. Well, mighty Christmas to you. Thank you. Yeah. Travis, I'd like to uh, talk to you quickly about Thanksgiving. You know, it, that's a great word. It's a beautiful day. It's in the calendar. You've probably done a lot of them. How important is it to you and your family? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, man. Thanksgiving is a Im very important holiday for us. A time of, of remembrance, a time of all the good things that the Lord has put before us. I, I would have to say that before it was probably just like football <laughs> chips, you know, um, we played flag football as kids. As I've gotten older, though, there's a greater spiritual significance to it right. and more of a altar moment and a raising of the glass with my family. And, uh, and, and so I would say it's very important. And it's a part of the rhythm uh, where we're not just merely remembering America. We're remembering God. We're remembering the work that he's done in a salvific way. We're remembering the cross. We're thanking him for family, the reality that, you know, every year now we have different individuals who come to our table and from beyond, those whom don't have family. Right. And we invite them to that table so that they would know, hey, 
And we all I raise that glass. I'm like, this is a foretelling of the greater table where all of us are folded into that family. And so this table is your table today. And uh, so it's very important for us. And have you got any special plans this year? No, I actually, the only special plan that I have at this very moment is I'm going to smoke a turkey. So I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. But um, last year's Thanksgiving uh, was, was insane. My wife has uh, three sisters and all of them, we have, we have tons of just tons of, of, of kids everywhere. Mm -hmm. And our home was packed out, packed out. And this last year was just such a, a beautiful memory. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. But, um, this year I think will be a little more simplified and quiet. And if I'm honest with you, I, I kind of want the chaos, you know, mm. I want the loudness. I want the kids running around. And, um, and so that's, that's our plan at this point. Mm. But right now, the biggest thing is going to be, thank you, Lord. My, my wife just lost her father. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and, uh, I had the same thing at Christmas but, last year. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, she just lost her, her father and a 10 year battle with cancer. Mm. And, um, and so, we're stepping into this one with more of a somber yep. perspective, mm-hmm. but still one with thankfulness yep. because we, we know we're going to see him again mm-hmm. at that table. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. And from Thanksgiving, we go to Christmas. Yeah. And how's that going to be for you? And how special is Christmas to you and your family? Yeah. Christmas is really special. Uh, this year, as I said, uh, with, with this, with the new, the new normal of my wife's father who has passed, I think it's going to be a, a wave of, of sadness, and but also a, a wave of remembrance, and also we'll move to gratitude and those types of things. And I'm just reminded once again this Christmas just that God is not, He is not far from us. He is near to the brokenhearted, as Scripture says. He identifies with it. He himself became a man. He embodied himself in the world, and he is uh, he, he knows what we're going through. He knows the suffering and the sorrow. And so I love the joy of Christmas, but I'm very aware this time where there's actually a lot of sadness. And that's, I think, the beauty of, uh, I would say, the season of Advent for some denominations is that it's the acknowledgement of the the way the world is, the way the fallen world is, but Christ is going to come and redeem all things. All sad things will be made untrue. That is the goodness that we live in. And so I think we're going to be sad, and I think we're also going to have an encounter with Christ of and us experiencing the hope of the greater Christmas when we see him face to face. So that's what I think it's going to happen. I, I sure hope it's actually cheaper too. <laughs> you know. Do you have a song or a carol that you go to at Christmas? Yeah, I do. I actually uh I love the first Noel. Um there's just always I'm always going to that. Also, it's Joy to the World, which technically I know some people may be listening to this. Joy to the World is not technically a Christmas song. It's about the second coming of Jesus. And and it's just been adopted throughout the years. Now, obviously, the second coming of Jesus is going to be the greatest Christmas um, of what that says. And uh, so Joy to the World and the First Noel are my two go-to songs. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, Travis, I'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. You as well. Sandra, I'd like to ask you about Thanksgiving Day. How how special is that to you and your family? Oh, it's good. I mean, Thanksgiving is a time when everybody comes together and um, from all the different places. And I mean, my husband and I both have big families, so it certainly is like the probably the biggest feast of the year, I would say. And food, obviously, is a massive part of Thanksgiving. Uh, every family I've spoken to in America seems to have their own unique menu for Thanksgiving. Do you have one? 
Mm, yeah, we do. Well, my husband's family is French Canadian, so we do have some kind of paprikash kind of influenced dishes that sometimes make their way in there. And we love pies, I think, because of just a couple of generations before, I think on both sides of the family, actually, we've got some good pie recipes. So we'll probably have some of those this year, too. What is it about Thanksgiving that that matters to you? Why Why does it matter? You know, it's one of those holidays. Thanksgiving is the one where everybody, um, I remember there was a little more ritual around it when I was a kid. Like there would be somebody who would ask a question, like, what are you grateful for? Which was unusual. Our family was um, normally a little bit chaotic. There's a lot going on, a lot of people. But um, at some point during that meal, and I remember this even more than Christmas or Easter, there was always just like a question of like, what are you grateful for? And everybody would share and kind of a quiet moment, which I appreciated. Change of scenery. Can we talk about Christmas, Sandra, and how special it is to you uh, and your family? Yeah. So my, um, we have, my husband and I have both been a part of church music for many years in some role or another, just leading, leading carols or leading services. And so a lot of times that's the time when you're kind of you're kind of working, you're kind of on, and then you have these off times. And one of my favorite things is like because of that rhythm, there are these high mo- moments where you're with everybody at church. But then we'll we'll have meals at weird times. So sometimes we'll end up in a Waffle House, eating at breakfast at the wrong time of day, and it's such a great memory. I don't know how. I mean, I don't know why those stick with me more than anything. But um, but I really love like. Um, the rhythms of serving in that context in that time of year, and then also having just kind of a kind of a mixed up schedule, which makes things a little bit more fun. As you said, you've you've performed songs over Christmas with your husband, and that for many years. Are the songs still as special today as they've ever been? I think it's great to have a catalog of songs that we pull out just once a year. There's, um, yeah, there's just there are fewer formalities um in our culture than there used to be even just with you know work hours and 24-hour banking and all the things so when you have a batch of songs that you only listen to or you only pull out one time a year i think that makes them kind of keeps them fresh and then you can do new versions of them and of course they're brought to light with our life experiences do you have a favorite christmas song um, I really love Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I love the the rich theology and all the original text. I mean, it's just such beautiful verses. But I love I love that one, and I love that it's also in Charlie Brown, and you hear all the kids singing at the end. It's like the the high point of the story. Um, the the old English poetry that really um, is still relevant today. And any special plans for your family this Christmas? We will be, um, I'll be in Belfast for a couple of special Christmas shows this year and um, looking forward to that. So that's a, that's a rare treat. And then we will probably be in the UK for Christmas Day. So it'll be kind of fun. We'll make some new traditions. Maybe we'll find an IHOP or a, or a Waffle House someplace we can have breakfast in the middle of the day, see what's open. And if you had a, a gift that you could give to the world... Uh, this Christmas, what would it be? Hmm. Light. I think um, just knowing that there's light and that there's a new day coming. I think a lot of people are and uh, walking in some dark shadows and just knowing that the light's going to break in. Sandra McCracken, I would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas to you and all your family. You as well, Andrew. Thank you so much. Together at the Table is an Integrity Music Podcast and hosted by Andrew Phillips. The show is produced by Lasting Media Group. Our executive producers are Andrew Phillips and Jason B. Jones. Special thanks to Callie Argent, Bruno Balduino, Olivia Buchanan, Madison France, Alicia St. Gillet, 
Robbie Moore, Matt Lott, Noah Newman, and John Schneck. Our theme music is Good God, Lo-Fi Version by Special Music from their upcoming album, Still Worship, Lo-Fi, Volume 2. To listen to more lo-fi and Christian instrumental music, search for Still Worship wherever you listen to music. To learn more about Together at the Table, as well as Integrity Music, visit IntegrityMusic.com. And to get more involved with the show, follow us on socials at TogetherTablePod. We've also set up a voicemail at 1-607-96-TABLE. That's 1-607-968-2253. If you have comments or questions, or you'd like to be a part of the show, please call and leave a message. Also, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps keep Together at the Table on the charts where people can find our show. Thank you once again for being with us Together at the Table. table.